for the last time, focus. You're ordering a latte, you present your coupon, you don't sit at the table, it's a free coffee. I'm getting in there, no one knows we know each other, I have the same coupon. When there's no one else looking, we're gonna sit together and enjoy Valentine's Day together. So simple, right? Huh. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Doriel Abrams, and welcome back to What the Fraud. What the Fraud is up with coupon abuse. We're gonna start with a little bit of history. 1886, John Pendleton invents a drink famously known today as Coca-Cola. Problem is, it doesn't sell. No one knows what it is, and no one's interested in buying a new drink they've never tasted before. Two years later, 1888, and thinks of a genius marketing campaign, a free glass of Coca-Cola to everyone who would present a flashy card. This card to this day is probably uh, the first recorded evidence of a coupon. This is amazing. The numbers are even more amazing. Between 1888 and 1915, about 9 million Americans had their free glass of Coca-Cola. Today, I want to talk about the other side of the coupon. The coupon abuse. If there is something in the world, fraudsters and abusers are going to find a way to manipulate it. There are many, many types of coupon abuse. I guess we can all think of at least once or twice where we maybe, maybe open a new account in a retail site just with our work email or with a different email to take advantage of a first transaction gets 15% off. That's coupon abuse. Another coupon that's uh, widely used is the referral coupon. You invite a friend, they open an account on your site, and you both get $10 off of your next order. What abusers do, or fraudsters are doing, is they're basically inviting themselves and having this huge network of referees, all to just make sure that whenever you're shopping for something, you get it for uh, a significantly discounted price. You can, of course, later on, take these accounts and resell them to other users. So it's always important to remember that fraudsters are not just in it to get a discount on their burger, on their milkshake. They would always try to monetize it, always try to make money off of it. It's their business, that's what they do. It's really important to note that for the everyday shopper, you, me, Sonny, it's okay to do it. But what happens when those stuck up and every single transaction that's being made on your retail side is heavily discounted. You're calculating your sales revenue and your margins based off of a price. And turns out all of your shoppers have bought it, bought the item in a discounted price. Another issue that uh, it might be uh, affecting is, uh, of course, going back to her friends uh, Pemberton and, uh, and Asa, who that was their campaign you know, to get as many people know what Coca-Cola is, but in fact, those 9 million Americans could have been just 200 Americans who just reused the coupon again and again and again. And in that sense, the campaign loses, kind of defeats the entire purpose of the campaign. Right? The coupons are ways to grow the network, but not to just reuse the coupon again and again and again. So if we're thinking about for a grocery shopper app that have those referral code. So you invite a person, they get $25 off, you get $25 off. The marketer who came up with this initiative would want to show the referral program has brought the company of 1,500 new users in the first week. How those unique 
100 new users. It muddies the water. It brings in a lot of new users. Valentine's Day. You know, you've all heard Sunny's and mine uh, plans for Valentine's Day. And every company wants all of the presents to be shopped and bought in their platform. So they send out coupons to entice people to buy at their site. You, me, fraud people of the company are now sitting uh, in front of 10x, 15x, hopefully 20x uh, traffic size. And you can't figure out what's abusive versus what's not abusive. It's very important to really, really drill down to the motivation of the people, both good users and fraudsters. Now, you probably ask what my point of view is. I think it's important to know your customers, know who they are, and know how they usually behave. It can help you predict what they're trying to do. You can put the right speed bumps, the right checkpoints. Make sure no one is getting too much of a discount. Make sure no one is referring themselves. Make sure no one is abusing your platform in a way that's a hindrance to your actual financial goals. You probably wouldn't want to be that company that everybody goes there to shop and get free stuff, unless that's your go-to-market campaign, like Coca-Cola. So we talked about coupons. We talked about what coupons are, when they were invented. Pretty cool, right? We talked about what coupon abuse is. What are the different ways in which you can abuse a coupon? How you can protect from coupon abuse? What impact would have on your business? I've kind of shared some ideas I have on how best to treat your users to make sure that they have the failed experience. If you enjoy this content and if you like what I have to talk about today, please subscribe, like, share a comment. It's really important for me. That's how I know I'm putting things out there that are relevant for you. So until next time. Hi, right, Sunny. This one's for you. My Sunny Valentine.